Welcome everybody to this first edition of Football Frenzy, um, where before the season I'm analyzing um, just all the quarterbacks, all the starting quarterbacks at least, for every team in the NFL, all 32 teams of all eight divisions of both conferences. So uh, I'm going to get started with, of course, um, the Patriots and the AFC East. Um, it's very obvious that next season Tom Brady will be... Um, the quarterback, even if um, that's maybe not certain for other seasons. I mean, we've already seen some decline from Tom Brady. Um, I would say quite a bit, because especially after that uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53, you saw that he really wasn't himself. Um, you saw that he didn't act like this in any uh, other Super Bowl, um, where his team needs him the most. He wasn't clutch. Um, nothing happened, really. A very low-scoring game, though he did throw, um, of course, the game winner. Um, I mean, that was more Goff that threw that, actually, <laughs> the interception. Um, but, yeah, we've seen a lot of decline from Tom Brady recently. Uh, I think he's going to start this season. I think he's going to start for the next one. Probably one after that. But he's going to be, like, what, 44 in two years? Something like that? I think he just turned 42. And they recently, Patriots and Belichick recently drafted another quarterback. I can't remember his name, but it was like the fourth round or something. So hopefully Belichick missed this shot because I don't like the Patriots. Um, but knowing Belichick, uh, it's 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 a good pick. He's not going to be any like trash. He's definitely going to produce uh, at least good enough to stay in the league for a few years. Um, so yeah. Patriots, Tom Brady, easy. We already know, all right? The Dolphins, uh, another team in the AFC East, um, they just got potentially their uh, their franchise quarterback and Josh Rosen for pennies, at least when you want to get a franchise quarterback. They got him for pennies, what like a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick, which turned out, like, turned out to be like a wide receiver, and I can't remember what they picked for the fifth-round pick. But that doesn't matter. It's a fifth-round pick. He probably won't turn out to be anything. Though there have been many surprises in the past with uh, later-on picks. Um, but he also is going to compete with veteran Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I think that's going to uh, bring a lot of help to Josh Rosen. Especially uh, knowing that he won't be forced into the starting job. And I feel like for a rookie, that's very helpful. We saw that last season with Baker Mayfield where they put Tyrod Taylor in to begin with. They didn't force him to start and to be clutch and to help the team win now. Um, they kind of told him, um, focus on your on your game, on what you do, and when we feel like you're going to be ready, we'll put you on. And so I think that's something that can happen with Josh Rosen, which is going to be way better than what happened with, in Arizona, where they had no one to replace him. Didn't they sound like Sam Bradford or something? Which doesn't count. Sam Bradford is not an NFL quarterback. All right, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, has a legitimate chance of starting. And that's why I'm not sure with the Dolphins uh, who's going to start. If it's Rosen, then he proved himself, and Fitzpatrick didn't retire. Uh, but if Fitzpatrick starts, I'm not going to be mad at all because I really want to see Josh Rosen do well in, in, uh, in Miami. But, I mean, people criticize the, uh, Arizona for having a bad O-line. But, like, the Dolphins have the second worst after Arizona. 
So that's something that's like is born. I mean, Rosen might get killed by on every play again if he starts off. Which is why I don't think you should. Um, but who knows? Honestly, Rosen I think is filled with talent. I think the Cardinals should have kept him. I think they should have traded down in the first round. Probably get like the fifteenth overall or something around those woods. Um, like two second round picks, one for this year, one for next year, and like a third. And I think that that would be uh, not that much to ask for the first overall pick, but I think that's something they need to do because they have so many holes in that in that franchise, and the quarterback position I don't believe was one of them. Um, people say that Murray got drafted because of the new coach, but my question is why is that? Why is he the new coach? Like, what are they doing in Arizona? I don't, I have no idea what's going on. If I were the GM, which I'm not, of course, and this is purely hypothetical. Um, I would trade the first overall pick, given to something like the Redskins, because Dan Snyder's an idiot, or, like, trade down to the sixth and, like, get something else. Like, the sixth and the 17th. Or, I don't know. Trade it with the Giants. Because um, Dave Gettleman's a fucking idiot. Um... So I think they should have done that. Drafted an offensive lineman. And another need they had, um, if, especially if they kept Steve, uh, Steve Wilkes, who was more defensively minded, um, get a defensive guy at 17. Like, the Giants got a good, I think, defensive tackle in Dexter Lawrence. Was he a defensive tackle? I think so. They got a good defensive player at 17th overall. And you're going to get a good player at 17th overall. So I don't know what I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals, man. But now, uh, hopefully, Rosen's in a better place. I really want to see him succeed because I really liked him. I preferred him over Darnold, over Allen last season, which um, now are actually uh, two other quarterbacks in his division. So that's going to be interesting to watch um, as Josh Allen uh, with the Bills. Um, it's it's going to be second year starting. Uh, the Bills, I think there's one problem with them that means that their quarterback will not be as good as the others, is that they have no weapons around the quarterback. I mean, they want to get rid of LaShawn McCoy, I've heard. Um, they have no wide receivers. They brought in uh, Cole Beasley, who is now their best wide receiver, and that's saying something. That is saying something. That, I think, at best, Cole Beasley is a third a seed, a third string a wide receiver. I don't think he be- he belongs in the first string or second string. I don't think he's that kind of receiver. Um, some people can handle it. Some people can't. Some people are that good and some people aren't. And Cole Beasley just isn't that good. So I don't think that's going to help him that much. But hopefully they surprise me because I really don't want to see the Patriots win again. Um, the Dolphins almost had a, a winning season last uh, last season. Winning record. Almost. They were 7-9. and nine. Um, so hope is there, especially with a new young starting quarterback. I mean, potential starting quarterback. Um, there's definitely potential there. Um, yeah, I already talked about the Bills, but now the Jets have Sam Darnold, who, according to a lot of people, before the draft was the best pick, even if I don't agree with that, and I didn't agree with that to begin with. Um, Sam Darnold has proven to be a semi-reliable quarterback, but then again, he's a rookie, so you can't really base uh, him off of his rookie year because um, there's going to be a lot of major improvements by pretty much all the quarterbacks 
I would say except Tom Brady. Um, in that in that division, Rosen, Allen, and Darnold will all grow as quarterbacks and as decision makers and as their accuracy, um, and just the the play. Like they will read defenses better. That's just something that happens. You learn, you grow, the more you play, and experience can only help you with that. And uh, which is why I think it's really cool that they all have at least a year of experience and all get to go head to head twice a year against each other and then get probably destroyed by the Patriots because they have a superior offense and, I would say, superior defense compared to the uh, the respective offense of this team, of those teams, because especially their young quarterback or their young quarterbacks when you talk about the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets. Um, moving on to the AFC North, um, we have the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. Now, I think it was a great move to get Joe Flacco out um, because you don't want a guy getting jealous of the fact that he, a young, younger guy is, is getting the job. Um, you don't want that sort of influence um, kind of meddle with your, quarterback, uh, with your starting quarterbacks like mental. You don't want that to happen. So they got Joe Flacco out, which in essence, it, what are the Broncos doing? I'll talk about that later. But Lamar Jackson, solid starting quarterback. I don't really have any problems with him. I'm not a Ravens fan. All right, I'm telling you that now. So I won't be cheering on Lamar Jackson. But my favorite team is in this division, so I will be hating him for two games a year. And now again to my favorite team. The Steelers, baby. Steelers. Big Ben, probably on his way out. Give him three years. He's not going to stay that long. I think um, when Big Ben's going to leave, um, to be honest, I think it, it can only be, not only be positive, but there's going to be a lot of positive things happening in that locker room because as we've seen through the Antonio Brown situation and the Le'Veon Bell situation, Big Ben has done nothing but make the situation worse. Um, so get a new winning mentality with a quarterback that's not toxic, that's not... Uh, prone to making his teammates angry or any of that. Let's say in three years they try to draft. I mean, they're all going to be like newcomers in the college system. So I really have no idea what to expect. But they're going to get a fresh quarterback, you know, bring him in. There's a bunch of weapons. Juju's going to be experienced enough. James Conner's going to have the experience if he stays in Pittsburgh, which he most likely will. Um, they drafted a wide receiver in the third round. I can't remember his name. That's going to be a good weapon since Pittsburgh is amazing at making wide receivers for some reason. Even though I consider Mike Tomlin more of a defensive coach, um, they probably have an amazing wide receivers coach, which I don't know who it is. But respect to that guy or just the organization in general for finding and making great wide receivers um, of our time. Like Antonio Brown, Juju will most likely become one of those. The guy they drafted in the third round was one of those, or will be, I hope, one of those. Um, Emmanuel Sanders was one of those. He got driven out because he didn't like the team. Um, Mike Wallace, great wide receiver, got driven out because he didn't like the team. Just a lot of great wide receivers. I'm probably forgetting a few. But okay, moving on, we have the Browns, America's team, not the Cowboys. All right, the Cowboys... Scooch, all right? Get out of the way. It's not you anymore. You're not America's team. All right? Baker Mayfield is going to be great. Or at least I hope so. Because if he's not, 
there's going to be some major, major, major change in Brown's organization. And I know people say that about every quarterback they draft because they've drafted too many to count in the past 20 years. Um, can someone go do the math on that? Did they? Wasn't like a picture of like 19 starting quarterbacks or something? Um, like someone just looking at a window. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. We're just scratched off every name. Um, I mean, they surrounded Baker Mayfield with such great talent in Odell and such great talent in Jarvis Landry. That actually, they got him last season, which thank God, because without Jarvis Landry, I don't think the Browns would have been as good as they are. You might say, yeah, Baker Mayfield brings a winning mentality to the team. That's going to help a lot, but that's not going to help as much as you might think it is. Or as much as you might think it's going to be. Because you will need some raw talent. This is why they brought in Odell. This is why they brought in Landry. This is why they're bringing in Kareem Hunt. This is why they brought in Olivia Olivia Vernon. Um, This is why they drafted Miles Garrett. This is why they signed Sheldon Richardson. This is why they have all these pieces. This is why they drafted Denzel Ward. Because he's raw talent. And this is why they also drafted Greedy Williams. Because he's raw talent that can help the team win. And there's a major change last year where they decided to win games now when Baker, when Baker Mayfield decided that he was going to come on the field and have an amazing showing. And it, as far as I can tell, it's going pretty well. It's going pretty friggin' well. They started off 0-1-1. Baker Mayfield showed up. And then they went a little slow with Hugh Jackson. Fired Hugh Jackson. Completely moving on. They bring in Freddie Kitchens. Um... Some guy you probably never heard of, but he worked with the Cardinals when they reached the Super Bowl, I do believe. Um, he was starting quarterback at Alabama uh, for the Crimson Tide at the time when Nick Saban was not coaching there. Is he the coach? Yeah, I think so. Nick Saban's the coach of the Crimson Tide. I don't really follow college football. But the last quarterback, and I think the least threatening quarterback in this entire division, is Andy Dalton. Especially considering that he gets that he got injured last season. Uh, I don't know about his uh, injuries, like his uh, history of injuries. And that might be something that will not help them. Because who's their backup? Jeff Driscoll? I think you can already tell that it's not a great backup, is it? It's not great. It's not great. Um, next division, the AFC South, we have the Texans with Deshaun Watson. And I will give him that. He's a good quarterback. Uh, he's, a, he's a pretty damn good quarterback. You can make an argument that he's the best quarterback in that division. But I think without DeAndre Hopkins receiving the ball on half the plays, I don't I don't think you would consider Deshaun Watson that great of a quarterback. That's just me. I don't watch that much Texans football. I don't watch that much uh, AFC South. Um, I mean, to be fair, not a lot of interesting uh, teams in that division. Um, you have the Colts with Andrew Luck that we all know. Andrew Luck is great. We know he's really damn good. Everyone knows that. When he's healthy, which is the problem. Because when he's healthy, he's amazing. But the problem is being healthy. So, you never know with him. And I don't even know who their backup is, which they probably need him a lot. Um, next team is the Tennessee Titans with Marcus Mariota. Who, to be fair, um, he wasn't part of the strongest draft class for quarterbacks, at least. 
Um, first overall pick being Jamie Swinston. Second overall being him. Um, it's basically just Andrew looking Robert uh, Griffin the third, except worse. Uh, I mean better because there wasn't a, a, a RT three, but better uh, but worse because there's no Andrew Luck. It's just a very awkward middle, where nothing is great but nothing is terrible. So they're just fine, and you can make an argument for Jamie Swinston being not fine, and that's why they have to bring in. Bruce Arians to save him because he has no idea what he's doing out there uh, every weekend. But Marcus Mariota, I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I'm not going to lie. I Today, if I had the choice between signing Nick Foles, which it was up to possibility, and uh, no, they, they signed Ryan Tannehill from Miami because they just decided to get him out of there because they just couldn't. Uh, they just... I feel like they put so much money and time into him, and it just didn't pan out that it was like, you got to get him out of there before there's a major issue that pops up. Because um, I feel like if the Dolphins really um, had a leverage, they wouldn't have gotten rid of Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill was angry there or didn't like playing there because of a certain system. But that's just a, a, a conspiracy theory, really. I don't know if that's the truth or not. I'm not going to bother double-checking. But Marcus Mariota, not fantastic. Ryan Tannehill, not fantastic. So just very mediocre at best quarterback um, tandem. No, you can't say tandem. Um, just a very mediocre starter, and I would say a pretty good backup. But backups aren't usually great. So, I mean, the only backup I, think I can think of who is great is Nick Foles. And he signed as a starter for the Jaguars because Blake Bortles was an utter failure. Now, Nick Foles, I don't, I don't think he's going to be good with the Jaguars. I think he has sort of a clutch factor. I mean, I think he had that with the Eagles because he came in for an injured Carson Wentz. And the team was like, well, we have to go behind this guy now. We have to. And like the other guy's injured, he can't help us. So we're stuck with this guy, so we might as well enjoy being with him. But now with the Jaguars, it's not like that. I think it's like they don't know him. It's not like he hasn't been part of that locker room for a while. He doesn't know the people there. So I don't think he's going to have that that clutch factor that he had with the Eagles. Um, he's going to finish middle of the division, second or third. Probably third because the Titans are going to be bottom but that's just my theory. They're going to finish like 7-9 and nine or something. Um, and they're not going to make the playoffs. You don't make the playoffs only because you you brought in a quarterback for $88 million for four years. You can't just sign a check and be like, there you go. Let's make the playoffs. No, you got to surround it with weapons. And I don't, I don't think the weapons are there. I think the defense is there. It's definitely there for sure. But I don't think the offensive weapons are there other than their running back. Uh, and Lafrenette. And for a quarterback to pass to, a running back is not necessarily the best option. So if they get a good wide receiver or draft one uh, in a year or two, or just acquire one somehow, let's say Tariq Hill, I don't know, hypothetically gets kicked out of uh, of Kansas City like, um, like Kareem Hunt, I would see the Jaguars picking him up. I would see that. Um, because, first of all, Tariq Hill is a great 
It's a great. He's a great wide receiver. Terrible person. Terrible person. I mean, I don't know the issues this guy had, whatever. But you can't you can't deny the fact that he's a good player, and that the Jaguars would definitely enjoy having a player like him um, on the field. Maybe not in the locker room, but on the field. Um, moving on to the AFC West, we have the Chiefs with uh, Patrick Mahomes, MVP winner last season, um, new Madden cover um, person, new cover star? No. He's, whatever, he's on the cover of Madden 20. And if you follow the Madden curse, I wouldn't be happy if I were um, a Kansas City fan. Um, and honestly, it's kind of super, superstitious, but I don't think um, Mahomes is going to have a 50-touchdown season again. Um, I'm not saying that because I doubt his talent. I'm saying that because they're removing every single one of his weapons in Kansas City. Like John Dorsey tra- uh, drafted players who were amazing and who turned out to be amazing, just not off the field, which is the major problem all these players have. Um, he did that too with the Browns where he signed Antonio Callaway. He had some problems of his own off field, but he took risk and that panned out pretty well. He just needs to keep these players under check, which he obviously didn't do with Kareem Hunt or Tariq Hill, um, which I think he's going to learn uh, from that. I, I hope so, because I don't want to see the Browns drafting a lot of risky players and then seeing, seeing them play for two, three years at their peak and then just leave because of personal conduct. Um, I don't want to see that, uh, especially in a rival. Uh, rivalries are always great, even if you lose. Uh, I learned that, not necessarily the hard way, but yeah, I would say the hard way because I'm a huge hockey fan, and the Habs have been, like, the Canadians have been losing a lot, a lot, and I always find those games to be very interesting because when you lose constantly to a team, they can go like, oh, we'll beat them this time, and if you don't, you don't lose anything. You're just like, oh, yeah, they beat us every time, whatever, but if you win, you got so much to, to gain from that. Yes, so much to gain from that. Just the joy of finally beating a rival. Um, so I think that's going to be great. Um, the Chargers have Phillip Rivers. Um, I would say an expiring Phillip Rivers. He's on the end of his, of his playing of his playing days, just like Big Ben, just like Tom Brady, just like Drew Brees, all these great quarterbacks. Even though I wouldn't say Tom Brady's great, I would say he's clutch. But that's an argument for another day. I'm just a Patriots hater. Don't don't worry about what I say. But Philip Rivers, I think, has good weapons around him. I think he's going to make the postseason. I don't think he's going to make it far because he never does. And I think this season, more than anything else, he needs to prove it. Because there's a week in Chiefs in his division. Um, there's, I would say, a lot weaker teams in the AFC. Um, in the Patriots, Tom Brady decline. Um, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets are not going to make the playoffs, so who cares? The Ravens, I don't think, are going to make the playoffs uh, this season. The Steelers are weakened because they lost their best receiver and their best running back, um, period. Uh, they still have a great quarterback, but they lost their best assets. Um, the Browns are going to be a threat to them. The Bengals are not going to make the playoffs. And the AFC South, I think it can go anywhere. Um, the Texans, the Colts, whatever. It can go anywhere. Those are both great teams. But I think this year, 
they need to make it past the the divisional round. They I think they absolutely need to, or at least reach an AFC championship, uh, for Philip Rivers to have a chance of, first of all, not necessarily making it to the Hall of Fame, but just to set like a legacy for him, because he's gonna be known as a great quarterback who never won, because he never. Um, I don't think he has the clutch factor that a lot of these quarterbacks have. I think Big Ben has it. I think Tom Brady has it. I think Drew Brees has it. Um, I don't think Philip Rivers has it, and that's the only thing I have against the guy. Because, honestly, I would like to see the Chargers win. Like, I would like... Because I, I just don't want to see the Patriots winning. But if... I really want to see the Chargers do well this season because I think they have to. I think they have to absolutely do well. And if they got off to a slow start, it's not going to be looking good. Um, then we have the Broncos with, dare I say, I I think the worst, the worst, just the worst quarterback, the worst starting quarterback in the league. And I don't think it's even close. All right, Jameis Winston, knock him out all you want. Like, he is decent. Like, Whatever's going on with the Redskins, whatever, Case Keenum, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, who knows who's going to start? Decent. Eli Manning, Lord, he's trash. But he's not Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is the absolute worst quarterback starting in the NFL today. John Elway has no idea what a good quarterback look, it looks like except him. Alright, he was a great quarterback, but he has no idea what a good quarterback looks like. Other than personal like play, um, so I think it's gonna be an utter failure. The only good part of the Broncos is that Philip Lindsay actually knows how to play football over there, and that they're just wasting Cortland Sutton's talent um, with garbage quarterbacks. Now I would like to see the tank for Tua movement um, go to Denver, or get a like next year's. I feel like it's gonna be a pretty decent quarterback class. So if they get one of the big three, like in Justin Herbert, is it Jake Frum, and like Tua Tagovailoa, like I see Denver being pretty good, like making the playoffs, like uh, possibly knocking off the Chargers because the Chargers are going to be out because Philip Rivers is going to be um, probably um, retired by then, and the Raiders are the Raiders. So they're exact, like they have a good chance of making the playoffs if they do draft a good quarterback next season and the Raiders speaking of the Raiders um it's the Raiders it's Derek Carr he had one good season it's not happening again like John Gruden I don't respect him I don't respect him like he gave Vontaze Perfect a job which in itself is disgusting and he traded for one of the most um toxic and unwelcoming people in the entire league, in Antonio Brown, and he now has two people in the locker room that want to kill each other, in Vontaze Perfect and Antonio Brown. So, yeah, it's not going to go so good, and Derek Carr is not a leader, alright? If he was a good leader, he would have kept all the players that they had, Amari Cooper, also, what the fuck is John Gruden doing? Why is he trading those guys? Like, the one good wide, wide receiver that they had, they just traded him away. The one good player that they actually had, traded him away. Cleo Mack, who the fuck is that? You don't need him. Give me draft picks. 
which they did absolutely nothing with because who the fuck did they pick again? They picked some random guy fourth overall that everyone had predicted to be in like in the second round. It's like, dude, you have the 30th overall pick. You're going to pick him with that. Pick a better player. You had Josh Allen to replace fucking Khalil Mack. He was right there. He was right in front of you. You could have picked him at number four, and that would have been the easiest decision of your life. But you picked a guy who was predicted to go like end of first round, beginning of the second round. John Gruden has no idea what the fuck he's doing. And I will say that. We're moving on to the NFC. I'm getting mad at John Gruden because I, I just hate him. I don't, I don't like John Gruden at all. NFC East, we have the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. Now I know he's on a contract year. And that can mean something. Because he's going to want that paycheck, baby. Don't we all want that paycheck? Um, he's going to be better. But I don't think he's a playoff performer. I don't think he will be. Um, I don't like what I see from Dak Prescott, to be honest. He does not impress me. I think the tools around him are impressive. And that's why he makes himself look better. And Ezekiel Elliott and Omari Cooper. But that's pretty much where he stops for me. Not a huge cowboy guy. And then we have the Eagles with Carson Wentz. I don't like the fact that they got rid of Nick Foles. I think you should have kept him. Um, I honestly, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded as much if they got rid of Carson Wentz over Nick Foles, because Nick Foles, first of all, is an Eagles legend. Um, Carson Wentz is not. Carson Wentz is injury prone. Nick Foles is not. Um, I also forgot to mention Nick Foles won them a Super Bowl ring. Carson Wentz did not. I don't think Carson Wentz got past the second round of the playoffs. Nick Foles got a Super Bowl and then got extremely close to winning another playoff game in a row. He got extremely close. And I don't blame him for that. I think that was a good throw. Whatever. Alright? I don't blame him for that loss. Um, The Redskins... Telling you that they're the only team that's possibly close to being as bad as the Giants. Because what the fuck is going on over there? And they got Alex Smith, that might not play football for the rest of his life because of an injury he had. Um, Case Keenum, who was disgusting. Um, and by disgusting I don't mean filthy as in like he was killing it. I mean disgusting as in he can't physically play in the NFL. Um he'd play with the Broncos, that went terribly. Um, he did nothing important except suck John Elway's dick for a while. And they drafted Dwayne Haskins, which was, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the draft. And they stole him at number 15. Because John, John, um, Dave Gettleman is a fucking idiot. And he drafted Daniel Jones. Sixth overall. Dude. No one's picking Daniel Jones. Alright. You might have heard someone going like, oh yeah, we're going to pick Daniel Jones at blah, blah, blah before 17. No, they're not. Everyone knows, except you, that Dwayne Haskins is, is a much better player. Everyone realized that. And Dave Gunman is the only one that's like, no, you know what? We're going to have this guy. He's friends with the Manning family. Peyton likes him. Eli likes him. I like him. It's an automatic match. All right? He needs to be on the team. 
and then they made. And then apparently Eli Manning is going to start another season because they want Daniel Jones to learn. There were so many options of people you could have signed. Nick Foles, which you probably would have fucking wanted. If I told you that a, a guy they, that, first of all, cut Eli Manning, what are you doing? All right, he might be a legendary giant. He won two Super Bowls, beat the Patriots. Patriots never beat him, all right? We get it. But Nick Foles is a thousand times better right now. You're seeing the corpse of Eli Manning roam the field whilst Nick Foles is emerging as if he goes if he does well with the Jaguars, possibly one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And again, that's just personal opinion, but if you truly want a young quarterback to learn, put him behind a good one. Alright? Don't put him behind the skeleton of his like a shadow of his former self in Eli Manning. And the AFC, the NFC North we have the Bears with uh, Trubisky, who I don't see being a star quarterback in the league. That, again, is just personal opinion. I don't see it. If you see it, whatever, cool. The only good part about the Bears is their defense because they have Cleo Mack. That's just a fact. All right? Don't come after me for this because you know it's true. All right? The reason the Bears win games is because their defense is amazing. Trubisky is not the reason they win. All right? Their wide receiver core is not the reason they win. Their running back is not the reason they win. The reason they win is because they ripped off John Gruden. Because John Gruden's a fucking idiot for trading the best player that team ever had. All right? Bo Jackson, whatever. Move out of the way. All right? I'm saying this now. Khalil Mack is better than Bo Jackson. And that might be a bold statement. But that's how it goes. Um, the Vikings at Kirk Cousins. Not a great quarterback. Vikings are not making the playoffs. Um, trade Adam Thielen. Get draft picks. Draft a good quarterback. Easy as that. You trade Adam Thielen to, say, I don't know, the Bills. You trade him to the Bills. They get a, a, a really good wide receiver for Josh Allen. Um, you get a good first-round pick. Uh Possibly top 10, most likely top 10, because it's the Bills. Um, or you train to the Jets. All right, you train to the Jets. You're going to get like a top 15, top 20 pick if you if you trade Adam Thielen there. And then with that, you can get a solid player that can, that, that can help your team. Um, but I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to be it. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to be their option for the next three years. I just don't see it. And the Packers... Third last season in the F- in the NFC North, um, with Aaron Rodgers possibly the best quarterback to ever live, um, talent wise, not necessarily, um, wing, but just sheer talent interception to touchdown or touchdown to interception ratio, it was I think the best, um, a quarterback's been, in however long, um, better than Tom Brady, better than Drew Brees, better than Big Ben, better than Philip Rivers. Bigger, better than all these guys, all right. Aaron Rodgers can he has the potential of making a team by himself, of making a team good, not making it great, just making it good. All right, they have a good receiver in Devontae Adams. Um, they have decent assets. They changed coaches though, which is a little worry or worrisome. But apparently, the uh, Aaron Rodgers went on was not in good relations with Mike McCarthy. 
So maybe it's good that he got him out of there. But then again, we'll, only time will tell. We'll have to see once the um, season starts. Um, I think the Packers have potential to win the division if they're able to set themselves right and start off right. Uh, I think the Bears will still win it, but I think I, know, I think the Packers will make the playoffs, and I don't think the Vikings are going to be second in the division again. That's not happening. And last but not least, because we need to put him in last place because that's where he belongs, Matthew Stafford. Um, just no. Just, I have nothing else to say. Just no. I, I hate it. I, I, I hate Matthew Stafford. That, I mean, first of all, that draft class was fucking horrible. Uh, what was that, like 2007? 2008? The Lions picked the best player in the draft. And that says a lot when the best player in the draft is Matthew fucking Stafford. Or Stafford. That was only good for a little bit because he had the best wide receiver in football that the world had seen in a while. In Calvin Johnson. That's the only reason Matthew Stafford looked to be good. That's why Elaine Manning looks to be good because he has one of the best receivers in the league right now in Odell Beckham. I mean, he doesn't have any more. He has like Sterling Shepard and uh, Evan Ingram who um, are not Odell Beckham Jr. who will not help Eli Manning's numbers like that. That's not how that's going to work. But Matthew Stafford has not been great because he doesn't have a great wide receiver with him, which I think is something that great uh, quarterbacks don't need. Like, Tom Brady doesn't have a great wide receiver core. He has Julian Edelman as his best, which doesn't say a lot. I mean, I know he was Super Bowl MVP, but throughout the regular season, he wasn't fantastic. Wasn't phenomenal, all right? Aaron Rodgers didn't have the best wide receivers, I would like to think. Andrew Luck didn't have the best wide receivers other than, like, T.Y. Hilton, who can make a run for your money. Um, Big Ben, I mean, he did have great wide receivers. I'm not going to lie about that. Big Ben is definitely good because some receivers around him. Um, Philip Rivers, I like to think, didn't have the best receivers. But then again, they had some pretty good ones. Drew Brees had some pretty good wide receivers. Um, but Stafford, he cannot make good wide receivers. He can't make himself good with nothing around him. That's the one thing I I have against him. First overall pick, can't make things great out of, around him. Just like Jamie Swinston, um, who I don't think should get a uh, starting job for a long time unless Bruce Arians figures it out. Like, what's going on with the guy? Who knows what's going on with the guy? I mean, he's been drafted first overall like five, three or four years ago, and he has nothing to show. He went to the Bucks, and there's he was supposed to help them um, win the division, which hasn't happened in Lord knows how many fucking years. Alright, because the Bucks haven't won since John Gruden, which shows you how fucking bad they are. Alright, if John Gruden can turn him around, which no one's ever said that in over 25 years, um, like, it's a little, it's lost, man. Like, you gotta move on. You gotta, like, play Jameis Winston for the rest of the season, tank for Tua, and then get Tua, and then get rid of Jameis Winston. And then, like, he's gonna sign as a backup on some random team. Like, the Cleveland Browns or, like, the Steelers are going to try to save him. All right? I'm saying that right now because a team with an old quarterback like the Saints or the Chargers or the Steelers or the Patriots are going to try to help him. I, I think Bill Belichick can help a little uh, a young guy like that. I think there's potential definitely with Jamie Swinston. Um, I don't think he's going to do well next season, even with Bruce Arians. 
as his head coach. I don't think it's happening. Um, Drew Brees probably on his way out very soon. Um, he's going for a final push. He's going to put everything into it this season. So expect the Saints to be good again. Um, they were good last season. They'll be good this year. They'll make a playoff run. I expect them, honestly, to make the Super Bowl. If they don't make the Super Bowl next season, Drew Brees is probably going to be out of there. Um, not because the team kicks him out, but because he's like, all right, uh, I'm done. Uh, that's how it's over. Um, the Falcons have an old quarterback in Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. Um, he's not going to be good. He has Julio Jones, and that's it. Um, the team has to do the major carrying w- with Matty Ice. And nowadays, I would say, um, Julio Jones is his last-ditch effort to be a decent quarterback. And that's what I think is a trend in the league. Um, great wide receivers tend to make shitty wide, uh, shitty quarterbacks look pretty freaking good. Like, I think he makes... Uh, Julio Jones makes Matt Ryan look really good. I think uh, Odell made Eli Manning look pretty good. I mean, when I say pretty good, I mean f- fucking decent and not total trash. Um, I think Jarvis Landry, to be honest, made Baker Mayfield look pretty good. I don't think it was the other way around. I think Tariq Hill made Mahomes look better. Um, I think Antonio Brown made Big Ben look better. I think T.Y. Hilton made Andrew Luck look better when he was healthy. So, I, a lot of these things. Um, Matt Ryan is not going to be playing at the level he, he was a few years ago. That you'd, Like, if you expect Matt Ryan to play like that, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to be a little disappointed. Um, the other team in the a- a- NFC South is the Panthers with Cam Newton. Now they got Nash Greer's brother as a backup, which that's the only irrelevant information I could bring for the Panthers because I don't care about the Panthers. Cam Newton, I could give less of a shit about. And I don't expect him to be great because, um, I mean, he's probably going to be, like, all the rankings from this season are probably going to be the exact same next season. Saints at the top, Falcons second, Panthers third, Bucks fourth. And Bruce Arians is not going to help with that. As much as I hate to say because I love Bruce Arians, I don't think he's going to help with that. And the Panthers are going to be like, maybe Cam Newton's not our guy. All right, he helped them reach an a- a- NFC championship. Um, and that was it. That's all Cam Newton did. That's all you heard from him. And you haven't heard anything from Cam Newton that's really important since. Except for the fact that he can't bring his team anywhere. Um, NFC West, um, Super Bowl losers um, trying to make it back with Jared Goff. Now, I'm going to be completely honest here. Honest opinion. I don't think Jared Goff is that good of a quarterback. I think he uh, he might have been the the best quarterback in his class. But I just showed that that class wasn't very good because he has an inability to read defenses. And thank God Sean McFay is good at his job because if he wasn't, the Rams would be be nowhere where where they went, um, where they reached in the playoffs because Jared Goff had no idea what was going on. I mean, you saw, like, against the Bears, he completely crumbled. Um, during the Patriots game in the Super Bowl, Sean McFay had uh, not the greatest understanding of what was going on. And that mean that meant that Jared Goff didn't either. Uh, it's not a coincidence that when Sean McFay struggles, Jared Goff struggles. All right, And I know that sounds rare um, for Sean McFay to struggle with something, and that's why they had a 13-3 and season. 
But when he does, Jared Goff is not performing. That's just how it is. He's not performing at the level he should have been, especially for a first overall pick. And I think you start to see a little trend where first overall picks aren't the greatest. Um, you have Jared Goff, who hasn't been amazing. Jamie Swinston, who hasn't been amazing. You have Matthew Stafford, who hasn't been amazing. Now, you have a bright spot in Baker Mayfield, but who knows how long that's going to last. Jamie Swinston, I think, looked fine in his first season. Jared Goff looked fine. Matthew Stafford looked fine. I mean, Baker Mayfield looked good. And I hope he stays like that because that's just devastating if the... He doesn't stay good with the, with the Browns. That's, that's going to absolutely kill the mood in that city for the next 15 years. It's like, oh, we stumbled onto something great. And then something happened, and he's not what he was promised to be. And that sounds a lot like Johnny Manziel. But no one likes Johnny Manziel. All right? No one likes him. No one respects him. All right? Get the fuck out. She went to the CFL. Didn't do anything. Went to the AFL. Look how that turned out. Doesn't exist anymore. Coincidence? I think not. Um, then we have Russell Wilson, who is the like the only quarterback under six feet in the NFL, um, except not for Kyler Murray, who Kyler Murray is not going to succeed in this league. I'm telling you that right now. The Cardinals should have 100% kept Josh Rosen and traded down to get an offensive lineman and other assets to fix their team because it's extremely flawed. Their team is extremely flawed. And Russell Wilson will keep being Russell Wilson, and he'll fight for his life every week since his O-line sucks. Um, Kyler Murray will not be good because it's the Cardinals. They have a history of being trash, of being absolute trash at drafting quarterbacks. Or is it like Matt Leinard or whatever? He was... Total garbage. The only time they made a fucking um, Super Bowl was with the quarterback that they didn't fucking draft. All right, they got him in the off season, and then Bruce Arians fucking saved his ass. All right, and that was Kurt Warner, and like Arizona just can't draft. They just can't draft quarterbacks. That's why Blair Fitzgerald stuck in misery for the past ten years. And that's why it's not going to change anytime soon. As much as to say he's a special talent, he might be, but he won't be. Because the Cardinals can't fucking develop their quarterbacks. And as much as you might want to say that they can, they very obviously can't. And last but not least, we have the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that was from the Patriots, and then not. <laughs> um, he went to the 49ers. He's doing decent. Um, third in the division, but with the new addition of and Joey Bo- of Nick Bosa. I was going to mix up. Nick Bosa, I think this team's going to be much better. And I think Garoppolo um, will be better, just because a lot of improvement again. What is he, like, almost in his 30s? So experience is kicking in. He's going to help him um, with his team. I think he's going to be better. I don't think he's going to necessarily be better in the standings in his division, but I think he's going to have more wins. Um, I think the Seahawks are going to be around the same area. And I think the Rams are again going to be at the top because Sean McFay is a smart coach. And that's going to be all for today. My mouth is extremely dry and I want to die uh, because I'm basically dying of, of uh, dehydration. So I'll see you guys next time on Football Frenzy.
um, be sure to tune in whenever I post a new podcast because um, I have no idea. I don't exactly have a schedule for this. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.